Blog Talk Radio. Uh, yeah, don't miss another parents' music show. That's my resolution. Um, uh, I think that's a excellent. great resolution to have. <laughs> Very cool. So I, had busy, I had a busy, I had a busy weekend. Um, this week, I, you know, I did a, I did a thing with Jelena, and I told you about it earlier. We went to a movie. Yeah. Excellent. What What did you see? Uh, Tron Legacy. It was it was very very interesting. Um, it's kind of like a a father son relationship, almost like we have here at Parents Kids and Music. The son follows the the father into the computer world, and they had a reunion. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say I don't want to give the movie away for those who want to see it out there, but I thought it wasn't going to be that good, but it was pretty good. I give it a B plus. Excellent. Excellent. I have. I personally have not seen it myself. I know that I've had this love relationship, this in and out. I've been attempting to see True Grit, and every time I get into the theater, something happens. Maybe I'll get to it soon. Even though it isn't so, even though there is a relationship with parents and kids, but not really the one that's really appropriate for this show. But oh. I can't say that parent. Yeah. So, so would you say it's the curse of True Grit, where Ian never gets to see it; he keeps trying and trying, kind of like a void, and you just kind of get into the void, and you never actually get to see it until like you know, thirty years from now. Absolutely, absolutely, it's 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 a very interesting situation, but I think I'll, my goal is to eventually see it. See it. See well, it I want to like, follow you. I want I want to follow you on that. So when you do eventually get to see it, we would like to know out here because we're interested. That's kind of interesting. You never really get to see it. You keep getting closer and closer and closer, but no cigar. So we're going to, we're yeah, going to watch it. Yeah, this could be a weekly segment on the show, but hopefully not that long because <laughs> hopefully I will eventually see it. It's Did Ian see True Grip this week? Yes <laughs> or no? Find out next time on Parents Kids Music. So Parents right. Kids Music, for, you, for those listening at home who have never heard us before, what we do is we – we speak about um, the relationships that people have with their children or their parents or both about the music that they listen to together and how it's just developed the identities that they've had, like listening to music, like whether they have 
similar interests as their parents and different interests as they grow up and get older and really about just the relationships created and how music definitely plays a big role in it. Right. 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 And, yeah. and I know I know we've I know that we've spoken with Jay over the last few months as we've been running this show about the relationships of his parents growing up and now as a father and just how powerful music can be in just creating such relationships. That's right, and um, it's very important. Um, this week, um, uh, speaking of that, having a relationship with your kids, my daughter brought me a new star, and her name is Victoria Justice. So we did some research on her, Ian, and we figured out that she is a actually an actress and a singer who's signed to Sony. And she's uh, from Puerto Rican descent and uh, and Irish descent on her father's side. So apparently they moved to uh, Hollywood, Florida, and then Very to Los Angeles. Combination. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so they moved to Los Angeles, and now she's a child star. I think she was born in 1993, but she's still a teen, and she's doing real good on the music chart. So you guys look out for Victoria Justice, J U S T I C E. Um, Any relationship? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, no, but spell a little different. I think she's her own um, her own DNA. Um, so basically, she's not. But uh, she's real talented, and I think all the kids are loving her right now. She's the new new. So you got you got to check her out. You go to the website victoriajustice.net. Pretty cool. Pretty cool kid. Very cool. It was just a very, you know, it's like you always like bring, I didn't say you, I should say Jolena just brings us very interesting people, whether they've been discovered from from television or just doing random YouTube searchings and just the fact that there's just so much, so many places out there where children can discover music that, it's a, it's a circle. It's not just parents introducing children to music. It's children introducing parents to their to their music, whether they're interested in it or not. But whether it's really their cup of tea. But the fact is, just really being in relationship with your families and under and being able to like understand like this is what my kid's going through. This is what they're listening to. And wow, and and just being taking taking that much more of a role in your children's lives and, and growth and development. I I agree with that, Ian, because uh, right now the music business needs that relationship between parents and kids to keep it generating, to keep it alive, because basically everything's so digital now, the only thing you really could do is keep uh, keep monitoring your kids what they're learning and what type of things they're, they're, what their dreams are. And so when you see these different artists, you can share in that experience with your kids and in Jalina's uh, um, perspective, it keeps her bright and it keeps her on point. By me always acknowledging that I I like something she likes, I enjoy what she likes, it keeps that bond alive. So that's what we're here to do on this on this show is keep that bond between kids, parents. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter if you're 90, 91, or 92. <laughs> it's just the fact that you are enjoying music with your kids and you're experiencing that bond. And that's what's necessary here. That's why I love the show. Ian. It's a great show. Excellent. And I'm going to give a little teaser for the audience right now. At the end of the show, 
Jay and I are going to be talking about a project outside of this show, which has some connection to it, that we're working on. And what is it? We're not going to tell you right now, but stay tuned, and we will be sharing with you about the very cool thing happening. And, you know, we already have our first guest on. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready, man. All right. Let's let's bring it on. Hello, Roddy. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Excellent. Roddy, am I? It's Ian here in New York, Jane, California. How are you today? Hey, how are y'all? Happy holidays. Same Happy to holidays, you. <laughs> Good, thank you. Excellent. Um, so, Roddy, here at Parents Kids Music, we discuss relationships that people have with their parents and or their children about music. And I'd love to hear about your own music interests and where it, where it developed on your part. Well, um, I was brought up in a musical family. My my mother was a, a gospel pianist, and my father was a tap dancer, and my older brothers and sisters were singers. And, you know, me coming up, I was listening to all the oldies with goodies, you know. All right. So, so we, we want, I want to ask a question. I got a question. So your mother was a tap dancer? No, my oh, father was a tap dancer. Oh, your father was, ta- was a tap dancer? Yes, my mother, okay, uh, my mother was a gospel pianist. Okay. So how did that go? You know, like you, you come home and your mom is tap dancing and your father's playing the piano? Is that what was going on? Or? No, no, no. My the- father tap danced. My mother played piano. Oh, so your mom was playing the piano. Was your father tap dancing to her while she was playing? I mean, is, did they have a thing going there? Like, oh, uh, yeah, sort of like that. <laughs> I, <laughs> That's I, wonderful, my fa- my father were friends with my mother and father were friends with a lot of vaudevillians like Red Fox and Slappy White, um, Flip Wilson, people like that. So those are the people that I wow. knew when I was a kid. Wow, that's incredible. Like Earl Hines, did you guys did you know him too? My my, my mother my mother and my father knew Earl Father Hines. Yes. Wow. What about Sammy Davis? Did he come through? Sammy Davis and my mother were best of friends. He lived right around the corner from us. Wow. What That is a wonderful to have you on this show here. That is a lot of history. That's why I was going into that tap dancing uh, history because that is incredible. So did you get any of that from your dad? I mean, did you learn any of that stuff? I mean, that's kind of music, too. No, I mean, you know? I, was, I, was, I was a kid. We're talking back, like, late early 60s and stuff like that. But, you know, now I'm a, I'm a parent, and I have children. My, I have a 12-year-old daughter who's a singer right now. And the the, the values and, and the songs that we're teaching them are like, you know, I'm letting her listen to Sarah Vaughn and uh, Billie Holiday and people like that of that nature because she's getting all this today's music, but I want her to know where it came from. And I want her to um, I want her to learn how to scat, do a little jazz, a little bit of everything. She's an R&B singer. She's very good. Just won Amateur Night Apollo back in September, and uh, I'm just trying to bring her up now. Wow! And, and, and is she what is she an alto, a soprano? Um, soprano. What kind of voice does she have? Wow! She's uh, <laughs> soprano, soprano, alto. You know, on the borderline of both. That must be very, very exciting good. for you. She got she, that must be very money. That had to be very exciting for you for her to win Amateur Night on the Apollo because now you know that puts her in the in the limelight with Michael Jackson and, you know, all Smokey Robinson, all these kids who were on Apollo who won. So I know you must yeah. have just jumped out, jumped for joy. 
Yeah, man, I was like, she made it to the second round. That was a, it was a beautiful thing just to be on that Apollo stage because I had taken her up there for a little tour one day, and a friend of mine who does it to us, he showed her around, and she always wanted to be on that Apollo stage, so she finally got a chance. Did she get to rub the little tree oh. thing? Um, that little yeah, thing she up there? She gets the tree, of, tree of hope. Well, I always wanted to do that, right? I'm jealous, you know, because that's a good. That that I wish I could do that. That's so wonderful. She's only 12 years well, old. Well, when you come back to New York, I think we'll, we'll take you out there. and We'll probably get that done. Oh, you okay? All right, that'd be great. I never did that, and I was I was originally from New York, but I never got to do that one. So. So well, I'm very excited about her. And what about you? Do you sing also? And do you? What did you get to sing as well? I used to sing. I used to sing back up with a couple of groups. I had my own band in New York for about ten years, and we played the as they call the the Chitlin Circuit. We did a lot of nightclubs and things like that back in the early '80s and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm a singer as well. Right. Well, somebody um somebody tipped me, and I was very I was I was shocked. Uh, a person that me and you know tipped me that you, your mom is a Logan, and I was trying to figure yes. that out. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, you? yeah. I was telling me, and um, I told my mother's a Logan, and our family's from South Carolina, from Greenville, matter of fact. Wow. That's and I'm, see, I'm from Norfolk, and that's right around the corner from that. So you might be related, to Ronnie. You know, you know, you got all that talent. We might, we might be some kin. We definitely <laughs> got to stay in touch on that. <laughs> right. Right. That's amazing, aren't you? Are you a? Yeah. I, I hear you're a songwriter as well. Yes, um, I, I've been, it, it, I, yes, I am. In the I shower, have, I have at least. For myself. <laughs> All right. Well, we definitely need to get together, man. And, and you know, you got my contact. And my my baby here, she's ready to go for 2011. So I got to get some stuff on her as well. So I got. Um, right. Fortunately, I got to talk to Neil a couple of weeks ago. He said he wants to work with her this year. Um, Teddy Riley just spoke to her last week, and uh, she's kind of excited about that. So I'm gonna get her a little butt in the studio. We're gonna do this. All right, I'll be I'll be glad. Wow. Me and Jill and me and GWG will be glad to participate in that. Um, okay. I got I got a couple of questions. That, I got a couple of questions to ask you. One of them, and I know Ian has the same question. What kind of music um, were your parents into? I mean, other than the gospel, could you give us some names like? As far as the music is concerned, not to tap Oh, um, my, my mother was big on um, um, Ruby and the Romantics, um, the Dells, the Drifters. Um, I had an uncle that sung with the Dixie Hummingbirds, who did that big record with um, uh, Neil. Was it Neil? No, Neil. Um, well, the Dixie Hummingbirds. They was a big gospel group, and. Um, you know, groups like of that nature, you know. Um what about like, like I said, what about like Horn, the Lena Horn. Okay. What about like the caravans? Did she listen did she did, you know? Oh, the soul caravans? Yeah, we listened to a lot of uh-huh. gospel stuff. Yeah. So okay. it was it was kinda of diverse in my house. We listened to everything, man. We listened to jazz. I was a big Herb Albert and Tijuana Brass fan back in the sixties, so you know, I loved all I grew up listening to all kind of music and loved it all, you know. Wow, that's amazing. One of my friends is a, a very good friend of Herb Albert's, so that's kind of that's kind of amazing that you're into him because we we work with him uh, at some point, at some time. So that's good that you're into him. Um, did you guys? So you guys did experience music as a family. Did you guys ever do? Like, do you have any brothers and sisters also, Ronnie? Or was just you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I have uh, I have three brothers and two, and two sisters, and we used to get together and sing. I had a little group back in the '70s with my nephews and. 
you know, we did we did a little something. You know, because back okay. then, back in the mm-hmm. 70s, our influences were the Five Stair Steps, who was the first wow. family of soul. A lot of people think it was the Jackson Five, but the Five Stair Steps was there for us first. I actually, I actually, when I lived in New York, Ronnie, I actually went to Apollo, and back then, Apollo wasn't the cleanest place. You know, it was like beer bottles and stuff all over. And right. the five stair steps, yeah, you remember when the Apollo was uh, Apollo back then when <laughs> yeah. you go in there and people just were sleeping. Guys, there, every, you know? like every Sunday I would go see the five stair steps, Temptations, the Delphonics. Oh, my God. I could name I them, saw the five. <laughs> I saw the five, five stair steps, and then they were the first first family, and they never got that due, and they never got their credit. I also saw Michael Jackson in them when they first started, too. Um, yeah. It was amazing, it's amazing where everything came from. Um and I, I, did, I was going to ask you, do you like anything, any of the music that your your, your mom and dad like? You, you, do you listen to that to this day, a lot of the stuff that they brought you up on? Yeah, I, you know what? I'm a photographer, and, I, you know, fortunately I got a chance to do a lot of work with a lot of the artists, you know, by me being a musician as well. I've worked with people that I never dreamed of. I've worked with Lena Horne. I've worked with Count, I mean, um, Cap Calloway. I've worked with uh, the Hines Brothers. Oh, man, so many. So, you know, I, I think I've been around music, the musical influence for a long time. Do you have any favorite, uh, like, bands or ones that you like that are still around today? Oh, my bands, are, I'm really into funk. You know, uh, the Barkays, um, Roger Troutman, Zap, uh, um, oh, God, Atlantic Star, who was a group I, I toured with, um, Cameo. Confunction, those are my guys uh-huh. now, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, Confunction, they're friends of they are friends of mine. Um, both of them, uh, Michael Cooper and Felton, probably are real good friends of mine. I just saw Felton, um, maybe about a couple of weeks ago, and it was uh-huh. Yeah, I know them. And, uh, I know a lot of them guys, man. Mm-hmm. 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 So you got uh, you got. I was just really here. just here if I could interrupt for a second. Like, just such an amazing just level of talent and you've exposed in your life. And, Rodney, my question for you is, is having having this influence in your life and also in the life of your children, how does it change their views of music and just what is music and, like, the fact that it isn't just that you're listening to famous artists and performers over history, but that you actually know them. Oh, uh, well, my, my kids are fascinated. They get a chance to hang out with Lil Bow Wow and Nicki Minaj and Justin Bieber. So these are, the, these are the artists that I get a chance to, you know, take pictures of. And my kids go with me, and they get to hang out with them, and, you know, they get to take pictures and take it back to school and show their friends. And they, their, their music influences my children, and my children like to sing that kind of, you know, those songs and stuff, so... I'm with them. I want them to. I want them to hear the bubblegum, the bubblegum of today, not the, not the, the bad stuff. So they, they getting a little bit of both worlds. They getting, you know, diversified on a lot of different aspects of music. And my 12 year old, she's also a trumpet player. So she's, she's understanding the, the musicianship and the songstresship. So she's uh, doing both. Wow, that is. That is definitely powerful. You know what? You guys got a minute. As a matter of fact, I'm going to let her give you a little riff or something right now, okay? 
I'm gonna put her on live. Her name is Cheyenne. This is Cheyenne. Oh, wow. oh, 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 Excellent. Yeah, she sounds great. Excellent. Excellent. Wow. Yep. R- Roddy, Cheyenne, thank you very much for for being here. Any final thoughts on on how you feel about the relationship of of parents being involved in their children and and lives and discovering music and just you have to be instrumental in their in their careers now because they take they taking so many things away from the schools. So you had to teach them in the home sometime and and just let them let them know that that we were involved in that and you know music makes the world go around so you got to listen to, this music is is what's keeping us above and um, with these kids being influenced by that I mean a lot of them want to be doctors and lawyers too but you can still everybody wants to sing and listen to music so music is so instrumental to everybody and I urge these children that's out here now pick up a little instrument if you can get a flute. Get a tambourine, a triangle, anything. All that is 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 very influential, and um, you know, I I think it it it'll make them grow. Excellent, Ooh. Roddy. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Roddy. Very thank much. You. Thank you for having me. And you thank, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year, Roddy. Thank you. Thank you. All right, All right we got Roddy and and. And Chad, wow, that was a special guest performance. Yeah, she she could really go. She has a very mature voice, and she sounds great. That was good. We had some performance, and we got to talk to how her and her father you know, integrate with each other. So that was great. Thank you, Absolutely. Again, Absolutely. And um, at our second, you know, our second guest is a little behind. Um, to see if we can bring in Bonnie now. Hey, let's see. Hey, Bonnie, are you there? I'm here. Excellent. How are you today? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Happy holidays. Happy holidays Happy to you. Holidays. It's Ian here in New York. It's Jay in California. And Bonnie in there. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, yes, so, yes, so Bonnie, I'm, I might have you share with us a little bit about your background in music. Um personally, and just how it's influenced your life? I actually used to work in the music business. I was a writer-producer in advertising at uh, BMG and Sony when they were two separate companies. That was a lot of fun. I got to work with a lot of of artists. And being in New York and even going to school in London, I got to meet a lot of rock stars before and after they were famous. So that was fun. Yes, I live on the Upper West Side, and there was a, there used to be this club right down the block. I can't even remember the name of it, but on Friday nights or Saturday nights, if I had nothing to do, they had this amazing singer there. She was really amazing. It was Whitney Houston, and she was on sign then. Wow. Wow. So you guys, see, how old was she when, when you saw her? How old about? Well, this was before she yeah. was signed. She was pretty young. I only discovered her because a friend of mine was in love with her. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, used to drag okay. me over there with him. Okay. 
So you got but, to see her before she so you, you you knew that she was going to be a big star. You already could tell. Oh yeah. When she when she was signed and all of a sudden she had an album out, I'm like, oh my god, it's Whitney Houston. I remember her, <laughs> little Whitney. That's what they used to call her, and I cannot remember the name of the club. Wow, that's uh, right, that's so, amazing. Okay, so now I'm going to date myself. So I went to school in, in England, <laughs> and yeah, they used to have music in the pubs. Sometimes they had bands in the pubs, including this this band that uh, I like their stuff too. It was the Police, and this was before they were blonde. Wow. So yes, the Police that's used to play in pubs. Wow, they they made it out of there, apparently. Wow. Yeah, I'll say they did. <laughs> did you get to talk to these guys, or did you just watch them, or? You know, one time, you know, I I didn't, I never, I was young, I never talked to them in the pubs, however, uh, they were doing one of their early New York appearances, in fact, they were playing the bottom line, if you can believe it, and I happened to be at the at the gym that day. And I had to I had to get a new photo ID taken, and they were there because uh, I can't. One of them didn't feel well, so they were going to use the steam rooms and blah blah blah. And I run up to them and I'm like, I know you guys, you were the police, and it was really packed. It was like a Friday evening, and I was the only one who recognized them. So they gave me ticket. They told me to come down and see the show, so I went. That was a lot of fun. Then I ended up hanging out with them at the uh, at the club, at the health wow. club, and then at the, at the pub later. Wow, that's. I wish I could have been you. That's really wonderful. Um. So oh, wait, years later. You, but what? Years later. Years later. So then I was working Showtime and I was the gossip. I was a gossip column. I was the gossip columnist for Showtime. Okay, I'll admit it. So they sent me to London to do some interviews and I ended up getting invited to Miles Copeland's New Year's party. And of course, he's Stuart Copeland's brother, so there I was with them again. And did you remind them? That, uh, hey, you gave me those tickets. <laughs> no, Andy remembered. He said, "I know you from the from the health class." I said, "Yeah, that's me." What? Wow. Yeah, Andy. Yeah, Andy Summers remembered me. But Dude, remember me. Nice. the reason why he remembered me was because at the health club I was with a friend of mine, and he gave us both tickets. And uh, he quite liked my friend, and he was wondering where she, where we'd gone off to afterwards, or where she'd gone off to. But anyway, you were about to ask a question. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, your, your stuff was so fantastic. Shoot, my question is, uh, I was just going to ask you about the, uh, do you have any kids or, uh, that, do you have any kids? Yeah, that's what I was no, going to I wish, but no, but I have I have lots and lots of nieces and nephews. Oh, that's oh, kind of Yeah, that does. Oh, can I tell you one of my favorite <laughs> music business stories? Yeah, absolutely. So, there I was working at BMG, and we had a jazz label called uh, Novus. And Witten Marcellus used to do a lot of it, was doing a lot of A&R for us. So, you know, he was in the offices all the time, and I was working with him. So one day I'm walking home from work, and I was having dinner with a friend of mine, and he met me at the office, and we're walking back up to the Upper West Side. And we're walking by Lincoln Center, and there's this huge crowd of people. Oh, my friend was a banker, but he also played jazz piano. So there's this huge crowd of people across the street from Lincoln Center. And my friend Larry said, I wonder what's going on here. I said, I don't know. Let's find out. So I'm sure so I'm able to push myself, push my way into the middle of a crowd. I'm sure, and a former gossip columnist, so I always push my way through a crowd. And in the middle of this crowd is Wynton Marsalis signing autographs. So I look at him, and you know, when you work with somebody every day, you know, it doesn't always occur to you that, gee, this is the reason why everyone's here. So I said, Wynton, what's the crowd all about? And he looks at me and he said, uh, me, Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> so there's my friend Larry who was like gobsmacked because there I am and Winton obviously knows me and he says, Bonnie, could you get 
me an autograph, which is really embarrassing when you're working with somebody every day and you have to go to the office and you're going to see him the next day. So, of course, I turned to him and I said, Winton, would you mind giving my asshole friend Larry an autograph? What can I say? I'm sorry, I didn't. I wasn't supposed to say that, right? Anyway, sorry. That's a fantastic story. Well, well, what kind of music did you listen to growing up, Bonnie? What did you What did you do with your parents? We We, we, we want to know. You know, you got into the music business, so what were you doing with your parents? Did your parents uh, listen to music with you? Did you have an experience with them? Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, my parents, of course, they listened to totally different music than we did. But, you know, I was was like in the middle of a big family, and my cousins lived next door, so I was really in the middle of a big family. So I was mostly listening to the music that they listened to. Oh, you you were enslaved. So you had to listen to I was a slave. Yeah, it was one of the younger kids. Or in some ways it was like you had choice. It's like you could listen to what your parents are listening to, listen to what your cousins are listening to, as there must have been a lot of different and diverse and in some places maybe even conflicting musical tastes in such an area. And So what kind of stuff did you listen to growing up? I don't remember because there was always music on. There was always something. And I always loved to sing along. In fact, helpers are, are singers. <laughs> Not professionally, but we break out into song for no reason at all, anywhere. In fact, once I was in Paris and I got separated from my friends, you know, I was off there on ho- on holiday, it was, you know, school holiday, and when you're on school holiday, you always go over to the continent. So there I was, and I, I, I lost my friends. We were supposed to hook up, and, and I don't know where they were, so I'm standing there in the middle of this hotel and looking at the uh, message board to see if they left me a message, and I broke out into song, which helpers always do. <laughs> so these group of guys came over to me, and they said, one of them said, are you a helper? I said, yes, how did you know? They said, turns out that they were friends of my brothers back in New Jersey, and they said, oh, helpers are the only people we know who break out into song. So I ended up traveling with my wow. brothers. <laughs> I have no idea what I was singing. But then luckily the 80s hit, and that's when the really good music, that's when the really good music hit. The 80s. Wow. The 80s? Well, yeah, I do remember real good. <laughs> that was the best music. In fact, you know, my nephews always come in to visit us. I'm one of those aunts where I, I inherit my nephews in the summers on school holidays. And my husband is an ex-DJ, so he plays a lot of that. He's, he's turned them on to a lot of that music. Of course, the first thing he turned them on to was the Sex Pistols, which it just had to be done. <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> that was a, that's, that's the time when disco came in, coming into the 80s stronger, and um, I remember that well. Um, uh, uh, I had a lot of fun in the 80s also. So did you, uh, did, how many, do you have brothers and sisters that, that, do, that listen to music also as a, you know, as a, anybody that plays instruments in your family or anything like that going on over there? No, we're not musical. We just sing. Well, that's good. That's an instrument. It is good. It's good. You know, I'll tell you, you know, you ask about the influence of music because I do a lot of writing. I have this newsletter, and right now I'm working on something else. And, you know, it's funny because lyrics always find their way into writing, doesn't it? It finds my way, it finds its way into my writing because sometimes you want to say something, and somebody's already said it in song, and just why not quote them? Right. Yeah, One of my favorites is things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like an Arsenio Hall thing. Um, <laughs> Who did that? Don't you remember that song? Don't make me sing, I'll do it. Oh, no. 
Well, it is a very important CNC Music Factory in 1990 or 1991. Oh, God, yes, that was fun. That's right, things to make you go, hmm. In fact, when I was at BMG, we had a we had a band called Black Box, and it was sort, and it was a CNC Music Factory thing, too. They, they came out at the same oh. time. Oh, they were oh. fabulous. You should listen to some of their stuff. It's great. And I, yes, I still like uh, CNC. Right. I, I might have bought one of their uh, 12-inch records, actually. Uh, remember, remember those? <laughs> remember vinyl? <laughs> yeah, I remember. Oh, yes, I do remember it. You, know, you still have it around still, you know, still around, and I, I do remember it. And I love vinyl because uh, my daughter actually, Bonnie, said, uh, hey, Dad, hey, you can turn that over. That's amazing. How do you do that trick? You, you can play it on both sides. She was, like, amazed, Bonnie. Like, wow, can, can I do that with my CDs? And I was like, no, you can't do that with your CDs, but. Um, yeah, they can do it with vinyl, two sides. You know. It's amazing. How do you know these things we take for granted and you never realize that, uh, you know, they came a long way after the uh, the record era. Right. So which part of BMG did you work in? Did you, did, you, did you work in the A&R side or did you work in the publishing side or did you work, which part of the uh, BMG um, office did you work in? Um, oh, BMG and Sony. Oh, the best part, creative services. Oh yeah, we got, that's we got to work with the band <laughs> because you know we're aver- we're doing all their advertising. Right, 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 right. I was doing. Their, I was doing, Oh, you want to hear? Oh, you want to hear one of my favorite things? The so one day I had to do um, a radio and TV spot for um, rap artists. One of the rap artists we had signed. So of course I have to do an open audition. And I'm looking for a young black performer and blah 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 blah. So of course call around for tapes and. Nobody has any. They really didn't have any, so I had to do an open audition. So they send over 25 guys, and I'm doing the auditions. Number seven just absolutely blew me out of the water. Called back the agent. Found my guy. Asked me why he The only thing this guy had done was dance in a Madonna video. So he's asked me why I liked him so much, and I told him, he nailed it in one take. He's awesome. So he says, well, finish, interview, you know, finish with the rest of the, with the people. You never know. So... It turns out he put this guy on a plane that day to audition for a movie, which he got because the guy was Wesley Snipes. Yes, it was. We- I discovered Wesley Snipes. <laughs> wow. So, uh, so anyway, so I finished the audition. So I told him I was going to take my second choice was another guy, who then he then sent to be in another movie. I was getting a little irritated because there wasn't even a third choice. So I, the rapper happened to be in the office, and I said, you know, you're doing the spot yourself. I said, I'm taking you down to the studio. You're going to record it yourself. And he said, I'm not an actor. I said, you're a rapper. Of course you are. You knew who it was? It was Will Smith. So technically, wow. I was the first person to direct Will Smith. <laughs> wow, and he was very nervous. Funny. He was he was really nervous. <laughs> so that's before his TV show, huh? That, that was, oh, uh, that was, that that was way before The Fresh Prince. Wow. That was way, way, way before... I still remember it must have been the spring of 1990. I remember seeing DJ Jazzy Jeff at the Fresh Fresh. Prince. Yeah. At the the Nintendo Power Fest at the Javits Center. It was this Nintendo-sponsored, like, convention where they were showing all these new games out and things, and they were headlining on the stage. I just remember seeing him walking out a few months before the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, premiered and thinking, wow, 
I, I'm, it's like I was thinking, I was so close to this guy just before he really became the super gigantic superstar. Uh, body. Wow, no, was you it, are the first director. I got the director. Wow. What's interesting, Bonnie, is these were all kids. Oh, you know, when you, when you met these, they were all kids. And that's so all... interesting. That's interesting. That's what our show is about. And you have been an influence in these kids' lives. Will Smith, Wesley Snipes. Um, you might have well, yeah, that's you know, that's incredible that you were there at the at the beginning of them and kind of led them in the right direction and that's what the show is about and you've been very influential and uh, it's wonderful to have people like you on our show. Um do you, do you, um your nephews, do they listen to me? Do you um, have fun with them, like your nephews and nieces? Do you take them to any events or any shows or watch any musicals or deal with, with, with those relatives? Well, my, my husband always uh, shows them these crazy movies from the 70s and 80s. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> he does. And we've taken them to concerts, too. I mean, it's been, you know, they're, they're getting older now, so they don't they don't come and visit us and spend their summers here like they used to. But we've taken them to see, already oh, for this, Marilyn Manson. I mean, how can you miss Marilyn Manson? <laughs> wow. And because they, wow. because they worked in the music business, and a friend of mine was working with Marilyn Manson and knew that I was going to this concert, said, do you want VIP tickets? I said, to a Marilyn Manson concert? Are you kidding? No. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, you don't get VIP tickets to a Marilyn Manson concert because you know what he does. He always has right. the audience you know, spit and throw things at the, in, to the VIP section. Everybody knows that. Right. <laughs> so I guess that it's one of those things where it's like if you're a giant fan, it's like there's certain things that are just for certain audiences. What do you mean? I mean, it's like they're, they're, they're probably as much as, you know, I'm sure there are people that would have wanted that. As oh, sure. As crazy as that is. Yeah, I didn't feel Absolutely. like doing all right, Bonnie, you have any final thoughts as um, on just the relationships and just and just really just on just musical health and just the grow your own growth musically and and how it just goes into the world? No, well, music is fabulous. Music is mood altering. Music is like the best drug on the planet. It's fabulous. It's the only thing you can put on and, and listen to, and it can instantly change your mood. Or it can nail your mood. Absolutely, that's that's beautiful, Bonnie. Thank you so much for um, joining us today. Thank you. This was yeah, fun, guys. Bonnie. Happy New Year. You've been one. You've been wonderful. Happy New Year to you too. Okay, Happy thanks. 2011. Okay, All right. Thank you, Bonnie. Bye bye. All right. I see we've got two people in the queue. I'm going to bring on Bianca. How are you today? Hello, Bianca, you're on. Hello, are you there? Hello, yeah. or not? You there? <laughs> yes, you're there. <laughs> Hi, Bianca. Hello, how are you doing? I'm fine. It's Jay and Ian, and we have you on our wonderful show, and we have some questions to grill you on. Are you okay. ready? Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Question number one, what kind of music did you listen to growing up? <laughs> uh, well, since my parents are foreigners and they're from Honduras, uh, so I like I basically grew up uh, hearing a lot of cultural music from my country. Like It's called punta, so it's more okay. of an up-tempo, a lot of drums, 
and uh, just people dancing around. So I grew up listening to stuff like that. But as I grew up, <laughs> and um, so I'm more Americanized, but I grew into, like, um, a lot of reggae and uh, dance. So, yeah. Wow. And what kind of music were your parents? Were your parents into that kind of music also? No, they Pretty definitely much? wasn't. They're more into, like like I said, the, the music from our country, which is called punta, and so, like, a lot of bachata, salsa, merengue, and stuff like that. Oh, so more cultural. That's more that's more like a life force music. It's part of the whole country, and that's I like that kind of stuff. That's uh, You can feel that music. That music is embedded in your soul. So you have that coming out of you. Plus, you incorporate, yeah. you you incorporate some of the American music. Give a different yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, now, did you like that music that they listened to? Was that something that you enjoyed, or did you want to? Were you searching for something else? Um, well, I did enjoy it at first, but then I got introduced to a lot of other genres of music, and I just fell in love with dancehall, and reggae, and uh, that type of things, and more of um, more of also Latin music. Like as well as bachata, merengue, you know that's what I, what I'm into right now. You know I listen to a lot of it, a lot of bachata, merengue, salsa, and all that good stuff. So, um, just <clears throat> into that genre as of right now. So do you, do you also write music? Also, do you uh, write music so, also? I, I make beats. I produce music, do music production. Okay. And, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm leaning more towards like um, hip hop and R&B type of vibe, uh, mm-hmm. more like club club hits. Okay. You know the type of the type of beats that um, people love to dance to. You know, it catch them right away. You get it, you gotta get your audience right away, and just just have them feel it. That's all. So did you? Were you as as you were a kid when you were young? Is this something you wanted to do when you were a kid, and then you grew up, and now this is your your reality? Or did you always right. have this, uh, this? Oh, okay, okay. Any influence? Yeah, like, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I, I was saying, anybody influence you? Like somebody in, in your country, you saw them, or who? Who are some of your influences like, that made you want to become this producer and this great uh, musical person? Um, well, I have to say, when I was in junior high school, I did a lot of music shows. I was, I did some rapping in the show. I, I played the drums as, as, um, when I was in junior high school. So from there, I just felt more, you know, a little more confident about going towards my goals of music production. And um, I had a music teacher that definitely was like encouraging me, and a, a math teacher that did music. She was in the music field herself, like dealing with a lot of artists. And she was like, "Wow, you're you know you could you know move forward with it," and that kind of you know influenced me. And um, just being around a lot of people that is so positive and very like encouraging in the music field, so like that's what had me kept going, kept going, you know. Well, that's that's very amazing that you had a math teacher that like music, music and math could go together hand in hand. So it makes very it makes much sense that you're a drummer. And you had a math teacher that that loved music. Um, they're you know they're one of the same actually. Uh, if you look at if you look at like notation and stuff, Ian, music has a lot to do with math and how things are broken up and broken down. So 
that's amazing that you had this. That, that, that's what must have made you such a good drummer, Bianca, because um, you had a great math teacher. It's important. I just wanted to note that because um, mathematics and music are one of, one of the same. Um, so I just wanted to say that. So, so right now, do you have any um, – do you, could you tell us, like, where do you think music is going to go from here? Where do you see – where, where do you see in your mind that music might go in the future? Um, right now, as uh, for the future, I think it's leaning more towards like the techno vibe, the dance feel, the house music type of feel. Um, to just like I think those, that type of vibe and music it gets people like off their feet, ready to dance, ready to when they come into a club or whatever. A lot of clubs it's like techno type, hard hitting beats is where they're taking it to the future. That's what I'm seeing as of right now because like walking into a club and hearing that. That's the first thing I want to do is get on the dance floor and dance to that, that hard hitting beat. So I just feel like it's leaning more towards that. And a lot of, I hear a lot of R&B artists leaning towards it too, more of that that vibe. So I definitely think in the future it's going to be more of that plus more. Wow, that sounds that's very interesting. So I see, I can see that. I, I think that you're absolutely right too. That's basically it. So we're looking forward to hearing some of your great beats and things that you're producing. And, um, I mean, I think it's great that you're doing that kind of stuff. And so are you coming out with any type of products yourself? Or are you doing anything with kids? Like, are you, you know, helping any kids in your community to teach them how to make these beats up and stuff like that within your community? Um, Not as of right now. I mean, I'm pretty much involved with, like, not just music with the kids. It's more like, um, more like with homework and just encouraging them and just, just um, giving them advice, everyday advice that they should know every day of their life uh, going forward. So uh, not as a, with music now, but other other things besides music. So Okay. Is anybody, do you have any brothers and sisters? Um, yes. Uh, play, it's eight. That play, do any of them are talented like you that play music? <laughs> my My brother loves music. A few of my brothers love music. Um, one of my brothers, because uh, it's eight of us, so I'm the okay. youngest out of eight. Um, and my brother, who's the youngest out of the boys, he loves his cultural music. Like, he goes back to his roots, to like the Honduran music, Kopunta uh, once again, and he listens to that a lot. Like, he, he, he definitely brings me back to that point um, to this room. Just have me remember that this is where I came from. So he plays it a lot. He listens to it a lot. So he never leaves that side of his his roots. So um, he he just listens to music basically. My other brother he raps. And my other brother's um, trying to get more into the vi- video type field, you know, shooting videos, stuff like that. So wow. They're very they're very much involved with you know the entertainment business and music and stuff like that. So. Wow, Ian, so what do you think? She's she's great. She does all this wonderful stuff and comes from a talented family and has a lot of culture behind her. Um, Absolutely. Yes, thank you. Just the, just the entire world. And, um, Bianca, my question to you is, like, like, what do you see as the key as in terms of family and just bringing music into family and being and introducing family to music and being a big influenced and influencing. Um, uh, music 
and family could go hand in hand. Um, I love my music just as well. I love how I love my my family, and uh, it's funny you say that because um, my passion for music is uh, a lot stronger. That it it makes me want to have like that a lot more more passion for how I love my family. So it just brings a lot out of me that it just come across to my family, and I express more of myself with my music and what I'm up to in life so they would know and they're able to support me in that in that road to my success. So it goes, definitely go hand in hand, like, because if your family don't know what you're up to with the music and stuff, they wouldn't know much of you. So I just feel like, you know, have that much passion, how I love, how I have passion for my music, have it with my family, you know, share that passion with my family so they would know what I'm up to in life. Excellent. Thank you so much, Bianca. Any final thoughts before before you go out back out into the world creating music? Um, uh, yes, happy holidays. Enjoy every bit of it. It's a new year. Let's go hard, harder than the, the year before, and just let's just keep doing it. Um, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Bianca, very much Thank for you, joining Bianca. us today. You are. Thank you very much. I have a feeling there was something about Happy New Year that got caught up in, I will say, AT&T, even though I don't know if that's the, um, <laughs> the service she's using. Yeah, it probably did, but Happy New Year from Bianca to everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. Happy New Year from parents, kids, music all together, and... You know, we started this show off asking about resolutions, and one thing I can say is that we have a new year to share ourselves. It's not just music, but really just being in relationship with people and just telling those, telling those people that you love them. And That's I'm right. Looking forward, I'm just looking forward to just sharing a lot more in this year, I mean, it's like as we always talk about in the technology going on and the escalation of it, that there's always new technology which could be used to the ways replace social interaction, but it can also be used to enhance it. It's like as you were sharing a few weeks ago with you and Jelena just finding that brilliant um, guitar player on YouTube. Oh, that guy, he's great. Um I can't wait to see him. Me and Jelena, when he comes this way, we're going to definitely check him out. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And as as we as I promised earlier in the show that that Jay and I we're we're, work, we're part of a work on this project, this website, a little bit separate from parents' kids' music, but we'd like to share it. It's about it's really about Yay. sharing what is important in your life. It's called What Is Your Treasure. And, and Jay, do you want to talk a little bit about what treasure is to you? And, like, what is it, thing, what's important in your life, and what is treasure to you? Well, uh, my treasure is, uh, uh, so I think it's important in my life, but I always think about everybody on the planet, you know. And I wish that one day my treasure would come to be true, which we can all stand together as one race, and to solve some of our economic and disease and world hunger problems throughout the, throughout the world, 
and to become one and, and, and loving one another, another as brothers and sisters. So that's my treasurer, uh, Ian, and I believe that we can we can just do that um, and, and find out. So you got to find out exactly what what the diagnose what the diagnosis. So if you find out what the problem is, then you can fix it. You know. So once we find out what the problem is, we can all be one human race and live together in peace. And that's what I want to bring into the new year. You know, we all need to work towards that uh, peace for all mankind. Absolutely. And we have a website where we where people are invited to share about what it is that they treasure in their lives. What is it that is that so important that that they can't live without? It is what is your treasure dot net. That's what, what is, is your treasure. This is the and you can join it. You can take a look at the website and see what is it. See what other people have been saying about what is a what is their who are their treasures or what are their treasures, whether it's children, whether it's whether it's ice cream, whether it's something that's just so important that I found treasure and I'm not letting go of it. Yeah, so that's what is your treasure dot net, that's what it is, huh? Ian? What is your treasure dot net? I can remember that, you know. I think yes, that's easy. You can answer the question. <laughs> Excellent. I'm glad <laughs> that you remembered it. So so once again, um what a what a great show. What a great collection of guests we had today here. I mean, first with Ronnie and just his just like the just the exposure of bringing that music in and just like having just like not just listening to music, but even like personally knowing some of the famous people that make it happen. And then with that Bonnie, was- yeah. Like you're, you're anything what were you saying about? Go ahead, Jay. Well, you know, Bonnie was incredible. Uh, just like you're saying, uh, she helped a lot of these young kids in their early stages of their career. We couldn't have a better uh, guest than that. That was uh, that was great. And the little stories that she told us about the police and the experiences, and that's what this show is about. And you know how her and her mom, she was kind of had to listen to what the parents, you know, told her to listen to. Which that's what we try to do: give kids their own. They don't, you know, they don't like to listen to what they want to listen to, but with with parent parental guidance. So you know, she didn't, she didn't get to listen to what she wanted to, but she definitely got the parental guidance. <laughs> so that was fun. And, and Bianca was amazing, you know, producer. She does her own music. She brought some of her culture in. She has eight eight uh, siblings, and she shared all that with us. I thought we had great guests. It was a great show. Absolutely, just a lot of musical health going on and just just realizing it doesn't come from just one place and in one direction. And and then there's no right way, there's no wrong way to listen to music and to discover it together. And we hope that that's something that you were able to um get today. We're looking forward we're looking forward to a new year as we are looking forward to meeting Newer people here on our show here on Parents Kids Music. Yeah, we are, we are, and, and, and not only from uh, here, from around the world, around the globe. We're looking forward to reaching out to other continents and, and having fun with this because this is a great show. It's all type of music. Music comes from uh, from the cosmos and it comes from feelings and it also comes from the emotional side of your brain and the intellectual side of your brain. 
So you have to use both of these sides to enjoy music, and that's why we're having this great show here. Um, and like I was saying earlier, Ian, about the 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 mathematics and the pitch and time in music are pretty much the same. Um, you know, so you, music can help your kids learn in school. So, and we'll get into that in another show. But basically, I'm just happy that today we had these great guests. And um, and also we're great so. that. And I'm and I'm happy that you were able to make it and come back after 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 last week. I'm just proud that you are here and I'm just honored to be hosting the show with you. Hey, I'm glad to be here and I missed you guys, you know, but I heard that you and um and Gail and guys had a beautiful show and I know it was great. You guys got my back and um like I said, in this following year coming up I'm going to try not to miss one show at all. That will be my New Year's resolution, one of them. <laughs> Excellent. So on the, on behalf of everyone here at Parents Kids Music, I'd like to wish everyone a happy New Year. And we're looking happy forward New Year. To, and, we're, and, we're looking, and we're looking forward to, um, to, next, to 2011. So thank you, everyone, yeah. for joining us today here on Parents Kids Music. This is good, yes. See you guys next year. Thank you.